Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. There is more to me, Queen Eliara of Elfgard, than my elven magic. Just as there's more to Geico than saving you money, Geico also gives you 24-7 access to licensed agents online, on the phone, or on the Geico app. And while I am a mighty elf queen, I am also a mighty big fan of barbecue potato chips. Minions! More smoky mesquite. Geico. Expect great savings and a whole lot more. You are Locked On Packers, your daily Green Bay Packers podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. R-E-L-A-X. Relax. We're going to be okay. It is time. It is time. I feel like we can win the table. We're going to do it. You are Locked On Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I am Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for SB Nation. I cover the NFL for FanRag Sports, and you can follow me on Twitter at Peter underscore Bukowski. You can follow Locked On Packers at Locked On Packers, and you can also find every episode of this podcast at LockedOnPackers.com. The Packers lose 23-10 at U.S. Bank Stadium on Sunday afternoon, and the score doesn't matter. The loss at this point doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is Aaron Rodgers has a broken collarbone and he could be out the rest of the season. Aaron Rodgers is what made Green Bay special. He's what made Green Bay different. He was what covered up the flaws. The defense could be playing poorly. The offensive line could be blocking poorly. The run game could not have been in sync. But as long as this team had Aaron Rodgers, they could win a game against anyone in football, in a conference that was wide open, a day when the Atlanta Falcons lost to one of the worst teams in football at home, the Miami Dolphins, on a day when the Detroit Lions got shellacked by the New Orleans Saints. And after it was announced that Ezekiel Elliott was likely going to serve his six-game suspension, some of the teams we thought were the best in the league or in the conference seemed most vulnerable. And this was the time that Aaron Rodgers goes down. The conference was there to be taken. On a day when the New England Patriots almost lost to the New York Jets, on a day the Kansas City Chiefs did lose, Green Bay, who looked like they were an upper echelon team, loses their quarterback. And not just loses their quarterback, loses their quarterback, who is a Hall of Fame level talent, maybe the greatest ever, and certainly the best player in football, a potential MVP candidate, they lose him for the rest of the year. Maybe. At this point, we, the assumption is the, the broken collarbone on the throwing side is going to take longer to heal or at least get him, get him back to where he can be on the field than, than the broken collarbone did in 2013. Rodgers missed seven games that year. Green Bay went 2-4-1 and one in those games. But that was the left side. And... and you may remember that was back when, when, they, 
when Jason Wilde was doing Tuesdays with Aaron, and Rogers more than once hinted that he may or may not be 100% healthy, that that break may not have healed entirely before he went back out there. And everyone will remember that that incredible game against the Bears where Rodgers makes the play on fourth down to Randall Cobb, the Joe Buck call. But seven weeks, eight weeks, even, even if it's eight weeks, Green Bay has to be able to hold down the fort. And, and look, I don't expect Green Bay is going to go 12-4, and 13-3 like they could have with Aaron Rodgers. But they can win games with Brett Hundley. There are, there are teams, NFL teams right now, that would trade places with Green Bay. But there was an interesting stat, ESPN's Football Power Index, which is, um, they combine all sorts of metrics to determine how good a team would be relative to other teams, relative to an average team, on a neutral field. And they looked at the win probabilities for the rest of the season with Rodgers versus with Brett Hundley. And with Rodgers, Green Bay would have been favored in nine of their final 10 games. Well, eight of the final 10 plus a 50-50 split with Carolina on the road. With Brett Hundley, it only drops to seven, but the win probability goes down significantly. Their win probability was over 70, okay, in six of those games. And over 60 in another. Green Bay's only game now with a win probability over 70 or of 70 or higher is week 14 against the Browns when they have a 70% win probability. Now the probabilities don't mean anything once you get on the field. But that is just an indication of where this team is with Brett Hundley. Brett Hundley came in the game, went 18 for 33 for 157 yards, a touchdown and three interceptions. He was also sacked four times. Brett Hundley is better than he showed on Sunday. Part of the problem was David Bakhtiari, Brian Bulaga. This offensive line was healthy for the first time all season and did not stay healthy over the course of the game. Bakhtiari tweaked the hamstring. Bulaga went out with a concussion. Now Green Bay is struggling. They're scrambling. They have to put practice squad guys in there, guys they just signed. They're mixing and matching. And I know fans are, are quick to rush and blame the defense. Oh, we couldn't beat a team, and I said this before the before the game, if they can't beat Case Keenum without Stephon Diggs and no Dalvin Cook, then there's a serious problem. Well, I didn't say that assuming that Brett Hundley would be the quarterback. Now, I still, I think if the Packers had a week to prepare and could put Brett Hundley in the game, they would have a chance to win this game because I don't think he, he throws three interceptions. Green Bay's defense played pretty well. Case Keenum only threw for 239 yards. He did throw a pick. That was tipped by Blake Martinez, who, by the way, is, is turning into a hell of a player for the Packers. He's going to the Pro Bowl. Blake Martinez is a Pro Bowl linebacker. If you're looking for silver linings, that's one of them. And the, and the running game gave up a couple big plays on, on the long touchdown drive that Minnesota had, but the, the Vikings finished with 33 carries for 112. That's a 3.4 yard per carry average. That is really good. If you can hold teams to 3.4 yards a carry, you are playing very good run defense. The problem for Green Bay was with their offensive line the way that it was, they couldn't run the ball themselves. I thought McCarthy's use of Ty Montgomery versus Aaron Jones was was puzzling. Aaron Jones got 13 carries, Ty Montgomery got 10. 
Neither were particularly effective. Aaron Jones, 41 yards on those 13 carries. Ty Montgomery, 28. Aaron Jones had a long of nine. It was clear to me, and I know Ty Montgomery isn't healthy, but it was clear to me Sunday the best running back on this team is Aaron Jones. I still think they need to use Ty Montgomery extensively in this offense. I still think they should line him up in the backfield. I still think they should run the ball with him. But Aaron Jones should be the primary running back. Force teams to declare their coverage. Force teams to to decide how they're going to play Ty Montgomery. And get him on the field in different kinds of ways. Green Bay went went to a lot of 11 personnel on Sunday. A lot of three receiver sets with with Martellus Bennett. And they went to some more two tight end sets in the second half because they had to because of the blocking. But they're going to have to get more creative by formation. We're going to have to see more of what we saw against Atlanta, what we saw against Cincinnati. Some of the creativity McCarthy had to employ because the team wasn't healthy. Well, the team is still not healthy. And the number one person who isn't healthy is Aaron Rodgers. I'm not giving up on this team. Jacoby Brissett has won two games this year. I know quarterback wins aren't a stat. A team quarterbacked by Jacoby Brissett has won two games. A a team quarterbacked by Josh McCown has won three games. Mitch Trubisky didn't complete 50% of his passes, threw for less than 150 yards, and, and the Bears won on Sunday. Green Bay can win these games. If you just want to look at the schedule, this week against the Saints is going to be tough. They are not favored odds-wise. But Football Power Index gives them a 56% chance to win the game. If they can get their offensive line healthy, if Bulaga can come back, and Green Bay can get its cornerbacks healthy, that is absolutely critical. Morgan Burnett needs to come back and play. Kevin King needs to get through concussion protocol. And Devon House needs to get his quad together. By the end of the game, Green Bay was absolutely in disarray in the secondary because they're playing backups to backups to backups. Now, I thought Lindsey Pipkins played well in relief. Quentin Rollins hurt his ankle. He may be out a little while. I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. Quentin Rollins, I said during the game, it's time to just move on. He can't play corner in the league. And we knew that going in. He can't play in the slot. He's not athletic enough. So put Pipkins out there and let's see what he can do. He made some nice plays. This secondary, when they're healthy, can be good. We saw Clay Matthews is still a difference maker. The fumble return was awesome. Kenny Clark with a big play with the fumble, forcing that fumble. Green Bay got two turnovers in this game. The defense played well enough to win. If Aaron Rodgers plays in this game, Green Bay wins by two touchdowns. I firmly believe that. They can win games with Brett Hundley. They're not going to go 13 and 3, 12 and 4, 11 and 5. They could go 10 and 6. It's not crazy. They only need to go 6 and 4 down the stretch to go 10 and 6. And 10 and 6 could win the North. Especially if they win the right six games. If they beat the Lions at home, Coming off the bye, and we know what Mike McCarthy's record is off a bye. Green Bay is exceptional with an extra week to prepare. You can go through the schedule and you can find six wins. Of the ten games, you start with week seven against the Saints. Let's, Let's just call that a loss. Coming off a bye in week nine against the Lions at home, that's got to be a win. 
you got to beat the Bears on the road in Week 10. The Ravens at home in Week 11, that's certainly a winnable game. That offense has looked putrid for most of the season. you got the Steelers in Week 12, let's call that a loss. The Bucks at home in Week 13, that is a thoroughly winnable game. The Bucks got worked on Sunday by a tremendously mediocre Arizona Cardinals team. Okay, that's a win. We're at, we're at four already. Week 14 against the Browns, that's a win. We're at five. In Carolina, we can call that a loss. At home, week 16 against the Minnesota Vikings. That could be the key game. That's the sixth win. And it would be fitting if they could do it, get that sixth win, get to 10 wins for the year against the team that knocked out their quarterback. Now, we don't know what the time frame is at this point with Rodgers and the collarbone. You hope that the fear that he could be out for the season is, is based on the idea that it is his throwing shoulder and not the severity of the injury. Because then there's the potential that he could come back. This is not 2013. Let me repeat unequivocally, this is not 2013. Brett Hundley is better than Matt Flynn, Seneca Wallace, and Scott Tolzien. And they went 2-4-1. and one. Against this schedule, with this team, they can win five or six games. They can still go 10-6. and six. All is not lost. I understand the impulse. And I, I understand, frankly, if there's a lot of people who aren't listening to this today. Or who aren't listening to it tomorrow. Or the day after. This is tough. This is brutal. And I understand the impulse to lash out, to wail and gnash teeth about why this is another wasted season. Trust me, I get it. This could have been the year for Green Bay. They were 4-1 and one despite all their injuries with a winnable game, two winnable games before the bye, and, and a workable schedule the rest of the year. Look, if the, put, if the football power index held to form, this would have been a 13-3 and three at worst team. That's, a coin, that's with a coin flip game at Carolina. Now, I don't think this was a 14-2 type team, 13-3 type team, but they could have been. They had the talent. I don't, any, don't let anyone tell you that this is a bad team without Aaron Rodgers. It's not. Now, Aaron Rodgers makes them special. Aaron Rodgers makes them capable of beating anyone. And they are, they are no longer that without him. But this is a talented football team. If they go 2-4-1 or, or, I mean, obviously they have, to, they have to play more games than that. They have 10 games instead of, instead of 7. But if they go 2-8, and eight, that reflects really poorly on Mike McCarthy, I think. Some people are going to blame Ted Thompson for the roster. It, it certainly depends on how those games look. If Bakhtiari can't ever get healthy and Devon House is on and off the field and Kevin King is dealing with injuries and Brian Bulaga's got this, this high ankle sprain for weeks and Morgan Burnett, I mean, it, those are all possibilities. And if they, can't, if they can't win games through all that, that's one thing. But if they get their guys back and they look disorganized and they look unprepared, that could have consequences. Now, I'm not ready to go there yet. 
because we need to see what this team looks like with a week to prepare. Mike McCarthy had done a magnificent job with this team. They were in a great place. That is what's so disheartening about this is this offense was rolling. Aaron Rodgers was in a groove. He was in MVP form. He was in sync with Jordy Nelson and Devontae Adams. You bring in Aaron Jones. I mean, I can't think of a recent injury that was so devastating just a week after that player has this incredible moment. I mean, to go from the high of beating Dallas on on the final drive to now this is demoralizing. And you could see it. Aaron Andrews talked about it during the game. No one was really that engaged after Rodgers went down, after it was clear. Because they, they, they knew on the sidelines. They knew when he went to the locker room, this was probably a broken collarbone. And so Green Bay has to find a way to figure it out. If he can come back, great. If he can't, go make the playoffs anyway. Go win 10 games anyway. Six and four is not out of reach. Six and four isn't that great a record. You go two games over 500 in a 10-game stretch, that's, that is a, a just slightly above average team. There are plenty of winnable games on this schedule. Go win them. And if you want to wallow in self-pity and, and be upset, that's, that's your right. That is your prerogative. But on Sunday, you better be ready to cheer. You better be ready to support your team. Because there's no tanking in the NFL. There's no one to go get that's going to change next year's season for Green Bay. Because they're not going to be bad enough to go get Saquon Barkley. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash The other thing this gives Green Bay is an opportunity to evaluate Brett Hundley. And not only does it give Green Bay the opportunity to evaluate Brett Hundley, it gives the rest of the league that opportunity. Hundley's under contract for one year past this. And if he plays well, if he leads them to 10 wins, he could have a significant trade market in the offseason especially with an entire year left on his deal for another team to evaluate him in their system. And if he doesn't play well, then Green Bay knows they need to draft someone this offseason. I said it on Twitter. This is the reason the Patriots did not trade Jimmy Garoppolo. Having a backup quarterback, a good one, is too important. And we saw in 2013 that having a below average to terrible one leads to bad things. So we're going to find out. We're going to find out what this team is made of. If Mike McCarthy can bring us another we're nobody's underdog and this team can get to 9 or 10 wins and still win the division, I don't, I don't ever want to hear complaining about Mike McCarthy or Ted Thompson again. But it's also what we should expect. That is the talent level of this team. No, we shouldn't celebrate them for doing what, we, what they should do. But just because they should do it doesn't mean it's not important that they do it. It doesn't mean that it was, that it was worthless that they did it. Because plenty of teams would knuckle under. Plenty of teams would turtle. They'd be done. Season over. We're going to pack it in. 
No pun intended. Green Bay can't do that. And it's up to Mike McCarthy. It's up to the leaders of this football team to make sure that they don't. So we're going to find out what this team's made of. Before we go, I want to remind you about our Pro Football Focus Edge subscription giveaway. If you like this podcast, and I know this is not the best time for you to to think about how much you like this podcast, but if you like it, please go to our iTunes page, leave a review, put your Twitter handle in that review, and every week, the Locked On Podcast Network is going to pick someone to win a Pro Football Focus Edge subscription. Pick them at random. It will not be based on your review. We're going to have Alex Gelhar from NFL.com. He is a fantasy guru, but also a, a dyed-in-the-wool Packer fan from Wisconsin. We're going to have him in for Expert Tuesday. And it may be, it may be, there may be some catharsis going on. There may be some commiserating. We're going to try and keep it upbeat. Go, go, go find, get, get that extra scoop of ice cream. If, if you go to a restaurant and, they, and you order pie and they say, do you want ice cream? Get it. When you go to Starbucks and get that, that caramel macchiato, whatever you get, and they say, do you want whipped cream on that? Get it. Give yourself a little treat this week. It was tough, I know. But there's always going to be stuff to talk about. There is still so much from this game that we haven't been able to cover yet in just one podcast because we had to talk about Aaron Rodgers so much. And that is that is to be expected, and that is rightfully so. But there's a lot more to get into, and we're going to get into it this week. It's already a new week. We have to be on to New Orleans because that's who's up next. So until tomorrow... Stay locked on Packers. Is democracy in danger or decline? Condoleezza Rice, William Galston, and Carlos Gutierrez and others take on this question in the fall edition of The Catalyst, a journal of ideas from the Bush Institute. Surveys show Americans place less trust in institutions like the media and business. Others contend America has faced far more challenging periods and emerged strong. Leading policymakers, Bush Institute experts, and respected journalists take on this debate. Read about it at bushcenter.org slash catalyst. What you doing? Ran out of space on my phone, so I'm deleting some stuff. Bye, singing dog. Bye, goal. I pronounce you. Bye, wedding ceremony. Stop. At Metro PCS, you get two free phones with twice as much memory. Really? Don't say bye to your memories. Switch to Metro PCS and get two free LG K20 Plus phones with 32 gigs when you switch two lines. Metro PCS. Wireless. Figured out. Coverage not available in some areas. Sales tax not included in phone price. Excludes numbers on the T-Mobile network. See store for details and terms and conditions.